Happy Tuesday. My name is Alan. My name is Nick. And welcome into the dungeon. find ourselves back in the mountains to mine in this large room with shrew shrubberies surrounded by a number of these rat folk along with a couple of giant rats and this so-called Zeline beckoning her her crew to bring in what the cats dragged in yes yes bring them here hmm what brings uh, what brings you adventures this way my name is Shrew, and uh, I guess you are Celine. Yes, Celine. Mm. Mm. A shrew, a rodent. Yes, yes. Much like you. Uh, it's a pleasure. We've come here because there's been some disturbances in these mines, and we have to check them out. Well, uh, this is my mine. <laughs> there's nothing to check out here. What is it that you want with this mine? Oh, this is our home. Since when? A couple of weeks now. Hmm, I see, I see. Were there any uh, miners here when you arrived? <laughs> yes, yeah, some miners and uh, some orcs. Um, what happened to them, if you don't mind me asking? Well, uh, those uh, stubborn dwarves have locked themselves up in the, the far wing of the mine. Are they all alive? <laughs> I don't know. Why did they lock themselves up, exactly? Well, it was a good battle for this mine. And a few of them didn't quite make it. Hmm. And where do you hail from, Shrew? Oh, I come from the Mere of Deadman. It's a long way from home. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And where do you hail from? Before making this mine your home. Hmm. Well, we came from this little shrine near Conibury. Oh, I know. The, the place. Beautiful shrine. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, we had to leave. Why? Well, these giant oaves... These ogres, these orcs, we had to come here and make ourselves a new home. Well, you can go back now. I took care of those <laughs> orcs and ogres. How convenient. What do you uh, mean? How convenient for you to just come up with that. No, no, it's, it's, it's true. I actually, there was a bell up there. There was, I remember the place very well. There was a kind of shrine, a, not a shrine, but an altar with, you know, you, you touch the altar and it, gives, it gave you visions and all sorts of things. Beautiful place should go back. Mm, no, no. We like our new home. It's, it's very damp compared to the other place. It's the way we like it. I see. And so you're just here to talk or are you here to... No, mm, I'm, I'm here to join actually. your ranks. What do you mean join your ranks? What, <laughs> you, what are your ranks? What is it you do? Well, perhaps you'd like to find out. Well, but no, I'm asking, so yes. Well, we can turn you into one of us. No, no, don't be preposterous. I don't want to be a. I don't want to have a ratty face. No offense. You know, I like my mustache and I, my red locks. I'm, I'm fine as I am. I don't need to be turning into no rats. I can do that by myself. Anyway, I can turn into a rat if you want to. 
You're gonna turn into a rat? <laughs> I can turn into a rat, I can turn into shrews, I can turn into bears. Whatever you want. Hmm, let's see you turn into a rat. Okay. I look up at those giant rats hanging around, and I turn into one of those. <laughs> look how cute he is with that little red mustache. <laughs> well, what about you? Can you also turn into rats? True, I don't think that was the best of ideas. Um, oh, no, we, we cannot turn into rats. <laughs> you are a curious bunch of adventurers. I pop back into shrew form. Hmm, well, you seem to have mastered that skill. Yes, well... Are you a rat folk? <laughs> well, I can be... I can she be whatever. smelling you. <laughs> you're tickling me. No, no, you're not a... You're not one of us. No, no, I'm I'm, I'm a druid. A druid? Yes, yes. Anyway, uh, very nice place you have here. Uh, we'll get going. If you can point me in the direction of those dwarves, uh, that would be very kind of you. Hmm. I'm afraid you won't be going anywhere. True. How so? As I said, we need more. More foot soldiers. <laughs> Gam boys! Roll for initiative, please. <laughs> True first. 11 total. Okay. Now for Fenna. 10 total. I just rolled two nines in a row. And now for Fabian. 19 total. Okay, I'll roll for Don John Raskin. That's a big old two. <laughs> two plus zero. Oh boy! I roll for the rat folk. First nat one of the night. Okay, so kicking off this encounter is Fabian. I told you I didn't trust this shrew. Yes, well, you know, eh, it's what it is. Fabian is going to step back slightly, do a half turn, and as he's doing that, and sheave his sword and slash at one of the rat folk behind him. Okay, is he going for any in particular? The one closest to him, the one on his left. We've been escorted by four of them, and the rat that's on his left. Okay, so yeah, as you've said, just setting the scene here for our listeners, Zeline is sat on a chair with a table between Fenner, Shrew, and Donjon, with Fabian just behind them. As you said, he's taken a step back, he's turned and he's slashing at the rat folk to his left. Okay, so roll to hit. 12 total. That just hits. Oof, good. Just necks him across the whiskers and his snout. Good. He's doing this with one hand because he's holding his shield on the other. That's a total of eight damage. Ah, it hurts! <laughs> he seems surprised. That, hurt, that actually hurt him. Well, Fabian's now going to use his action surge to try and hurt him again. Fifteen total. Yeah, that hits. And another eight damage. Ah, that blade is no ordinary blade. Okay, and with that, it's over to the first of the giant rats. They seem a little confused at the moment. They're just moving around and... These are the actual real rats, not the rat people, right? Well, as far as you can tell, yeah. Mm -hmm. And seeing their companion take a hit, one of these rat folk is running up, short sword drawn, and it's going straight for Fabian. That is a 14 plus 4, 18. That hits. So Fabian takes 7 points of slashing damage from the sword. And as the sword digs into Fabian, it's following up with a bite. He can see the snout rushing towards him, mouth open wide, these yellow... Stained teeth coming towards him. That's 17 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Just hits. Okay. So that is an additional four piercing damage. Okay, I'm going to ask Fabian now to make a constitution saving for a... Oh, damn. That's a total of 14. Okay, interesting. 
It's over to Zeline. Oh no. And she's gonna come around the table and she's eyeing Fenner up. <laughs> That's a 13 plus 4, 17. That hits Fenner. Fenner takes 7 slashing damage. And Zeline is following this up with a bite as well. 12 on Fenner, which just misses thanks to her saucy new cloak, which grants plus 1 AC. Nice. One of these other rat folk rushes up to Donjon. Oh, oh, go golly! As this rat folk digs his sword straight into Donjon's back. And as Donjon recoils, exposing the soft flesh of his neck, he's going in for a bite. Ooh, that hits. And Donjon now is also going to have to take a constitution saving throw. Do you want to roll for him? Or shall I? You go for it. You sure? 100%. He just makes it. <laughs> I, I don't know what he's making. I, I kind of have, have an idea, but I don't know how serious it, it can be. Yeah, poor Donjon. This is the third of the rat folk, not counting Zeline. His first attack misses. Fabian manages to deflect the short sword blow. And it's following up with a bite. Ooh, and the bite hits. And Fabian takes four piercing damage. And I'm going to need Fabian to take a constitution saving throw. Constitution time. That's an 11. Ooh. Thank you. Just going to leave you hanging. <laughs> Damn you. And with that, it's over to Shrew. I'm going to go through Don John's space and get to his other side. And now I am kind of looking diagonally. And I'm seeing those three rats lined up. And I'm going to use my tidal wave in a way that I don't hit Ron John, Ron Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't hit Fabian either. Okay, so you're going to try and flush those dirty rats. That's right. Each creature has to make a dexterity saving throw. Okay, so that's three rolls. Okay, so the first one is a 10 total. That one fails. The second is a 19 total. Damn you. And I'm afraid that the third one was also a 19, but a natural one, so 21 total. Damn you. They still each take 48 bludgeoning damage, but obviously the two that saved, they get it halved. Oh, that face tells me it's something like four ones or one, two, three, four. <sighs> That's two twos, a one, and at least I got a seven. So 12 total damage and halved to six for those that saved. That's a third level spell as well. Ouch. Yeah, you might have to get some new dice. This game is broken. <laughs> so yeah, this this tidal wave emanates from your being. <laughs> flushes its way across the room. Two of the rats manage to, to stay firm. The, f the first one, the one closest to you, is the one that took the full brunt. And he's knocked prone. Important to know. And with that, it's over to Fenner, who's got this Zeline stood right in front of her. Fenner glances back and see that um, Fabian is engaged with one of the rat folk. That seems to have taken some damage. Just gonna cast Guiding Bolt to try and hit him as a second level spell. Nice. Roll to hit. Yeah! It's a hit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was gonna be a nat 20. No, uh, it's, it's that bad. I celebrate for normal <laughs> hits now. So 16 plus 7, which is... Yeah, that definitely hits. Yeah. Cool. That's what, 4d6 was it? That's 4d6 as a level 1. It's a level 2, so 5d6. Saucy. Look at Fenner go. Just don't roll five ones now. Don't jinx it. That's a total of 18 damage. So Fenner's guiding bolt emanates this radiant light on this rat person. And you see its eyes sort of flaring up. Its skull almost filling with this light. And suddenly... <laughs> bursts yeah. Bits of rat brain going all over the place. Okay, then. Not that tough, then. Well, at least 30-something... HP, tough. Okay, and seeing that, it's incidentally back over to the rat folk, and having just seen 
one of his companions bursts in front of him from this spell coming from this little gnome. He's rushing right up to Fenner. His sword attack hits for a big old total of three damage. Mm. And he's following this up with a bite for an additional four damage. I'm going to need Fenner to take a constitution saving throw. That's a total of eight in Mother Trucker. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, you're playing with me. You're playing with me, boy. Yeah. Okay. And with that, it's over to the second of these large rats. He sort of scurries across the, the width of the room. He's just observing for now. And it's over to Donjon. Oh, boy. And he sees this rat person on the floor in front of him. And you see him sort of grab these daggers from his belt. The ones that he had almost offered up to the red people on the way in and true thankfully managed to convince him to keep and almost like a wild west cowboy you see him spinning them and you just see like as he goes for three stabs two ones tell me it's advantage because he the the rat is prone yeah and he'd roll two ones tell me <laughs> not much better a one and a four so Typical. yeah the, the first attack Completely misses in his over eagerness and trying to show off his knife skills. The first one misses. You're not gonna fucking do this. No, I will. I will be needed. Another natural one. What's the other one? The other one's a 14. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good thing he had advantage. <laughs> so, yeah, the, the second one hits. And then that's 20. Ooh, bringing it. Okay, so let's do the, the first damage. Fortunately, it is just a d4. And he's got a big old plus zero dexterity. Wow. What the heck? So the first one is four damage total. He was showing off before that he packed a punch and whatnot. He, he obviously hasn't seen Falcon and Big Al fight. Maybe he has. Okay, and the second attack, the one that was a nat 20. So three doubled up to a six. Oh, well, not bad. Still 10 damage. He's going to have to hit harder than that if he wants to hang around. Although oh. saying that, I just hit him for six. Level <laughs> 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 three spell, so... Uh, I'm not one to complain. Hmm. And as he's stabbing this creature, you hear this laughter. <laughs> that tickles. That tickles. What? Mm. So they're resistant to normal weapons, maybe. Mm. And so it's a Fabian. Fabian. Okay, Fabian is going to turn his back on the rat folk, the rat person that is closest to him. He's actually going to step away from it, provoking an attack of opportunity. And he's going towards... The rat person that is prone, the one that just got hit by Ron John. Don John, yeah. Don John, sorry. And he's going to attempt to hit him whilst on the floor. Yeah, the rat person completely misses. Yes, paid off. So I'm rolling with advantage to hit. Ooh, baby, baby. Dun, 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 dun. It's an 18 <laughs> and a 20. Natural Ooh, 20. Nat 20. Now I'm rolling high. Uh, so it's a three doubled to six plus four. 10 damage. Okay, still, that's good. And yeah, not bad. Could have been much, much better. <laughs> you see him bracing his teeth. He definitely felt that one. Mm. Now Fabian is going to use his bonus action and he's going to activate Second Wind to heal himself. And now he also heals his allies slightly, right? Yeah, with his rallying cry. So for my Second Wind, I roll a d10 and I add my fighter level. And that's what Fabian gets healed. So that's a 12 for Fabian of healing and another three allies can get healed up to my fighter level which is five so Fena and Ron John Don John will get five points of healing each nice very nice is Fabian doing anything else no Fabian is staying there okay so the first of these giant rats has snuck up behind Shrew 
a 13 plus 4, 17 total. Yeah, that hits. And the Giyo Masvedada, that's 5 piercing damage on Shrew. Yeah. And it's over to the first of the rat folk, seeing the damage that Fabian and his sword has inflicted on his companion. He's, he's going straight for Fabian. And he's not going to do anything with that. Come on, Fabian. Completely misses. Ching. And then, as he follows up with a bite, that also misses. Yes, Fabian. Fabian's deflecting everything with his sword and shield. Parry master. With that, it's over to Zeline, stood in front of Fena here. <laughs> so her sword hits. Ah, oh, Fena. And her follow-up with the bite also hits. Yeah, Fena. First, the sword. That's five damage. So it's a good thing she took the that rallying cry. Hmm. And the bite... Another six damage. Fenner's looking a little worse for wear. I'm going to ask you to make a constitution saving throw. Constitution. Ten. Total? Total. Okay. Oh, oh sure. And as you look over your shoulder, you see that suddenly these whiskers have what? burst out from her face. And her eyes are looking a little strange. Fenner! I, d- I don't feel very well. You don't look very well. Fuck... Okay, so it's over to the it's over to the rat that's on the floor. He's gonna get up, and as he gets up, he's looking at Fabian that's just hit him with a sword. He's gonna try and attack him. Eighteen that just hits. Fabian takes six damage from the sword, and he's following up with his bite. Nineteen total. So the bite also hits. This time only for three points of damage. Yeah, the damage is the least of it. You know what's coming? Constitution ten. That's a total of 20. Okay. As you're looking at Fabian, you've seen like a number of these bite marks now in his neck. He's looking well, though. It's over to Shrew. Whoa! Fenner, hold on! I turn around and look at the Celine that just attacked Fenner, and I'm going to try and cast Hold Person on her. Okay. So, a very important distinction. Choose a humanoid. So I'm going to cast it and see what happens. See if, in fact... They are considered humanoids. If they are, they would have to make a wisdom saving throw. Okay, that's a total 17. Bastard! <laughs> you fucking say everything! Fuck you! That's my last third level spell. Damn oh. it. Does it have any effects on, on a safe? No, no. So you're seeing Shrew across the room trying to do it like this Vader chokehold. Zeline looks over her shoulder and gives you a little snigger. <laughs> Get him! Get him! Oh, it's actually a second level spell. Is Shrew doing anything else? Yes, I'm turning into a bear. Oh no, wait. I spent all my slots turning into a stupid rat. So no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing anything else. So it's a fenner then. Oh, oh Shrew. You see like from under her cloak what appears to be like a tail now. Sort of starting to poke through a bit. <laughs> oh shit. Oh, only healer. Fenner is going to cast Cure Wounds on herself as a level 2 spell. That's 11 total, a 4 and a 3 on the base. Is Fenner doing anything else? No, Fenner's staying there. Okay, so it's over to the, the rat folk. And hearing Zeline's order to go for Shrew, Fenner will get an attack of opportunity on this rat as he runs past her. Okay, so she tries to bonk him with her stuff. 15 to hit. That hits. That will be 1d8, because she's using both hands to give him a good old bump. That's a total of 5. And as she, she bumps this rat person, you hear him. <laughs> You'll have to do better than that. He seems completely unaffected by it. And he's now right up in Shrew's face. His sword attack misses. As does his follow-up bite. Finally, we're missing some some hits. Okay, the other rat. The giant rat is going straight for Donjon. 
as he bites Don John's ankles. Oh, oh boy! Incidentally, it is over to Don John. He's going to return the favor on this rat. First attack hits, as does his second attack, which sees the giant rat sort of collapse on the table as its neck's been slashed with two dagger strikes. Then he sort of flicks the dagger up in the air, grabs it. He's going for a behind-the-body stab to the rat person that's behind him, which hits, and you just hear the snigger in. <laughs> Seems completely unaffected by it. Stop showing off, you just killed a rat. Whoa, how are they all rats? So it's a Fabian. Fabian is going to attack the one that was prone a few seconds ago. I'm going to try and see him off. Okay. It's 23 to hit. That misses. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? That's a total of six damage. <laughs> he looks quite hurt. Is Fabian doing anything else? No, he's staying there for now. Okay. So over to the giant rat that's that was biting Shrew's ankles. That's a three and a four. You were saying about my about my rolls. And now it's over to Zeline. Stood in front of Fenner. Yes! Yes, embrace it. Embrace it. <laughs> and she's gonna push up into the space between Fenner, Don John, and Fabian. She's going for Don John. Oh, not 20. Poor old Don John. Could have been far, far worse. Should have stayed in Fandling. That's a big old six on Don John. And again, as her short swords made contact with Don John, she pulls him in and lunges with her chompy teeth, getting carried away as so he just catches the brim of his hat. Seeing what appears to be his pack leader joining the middle of the melee now, the rat folk that had been attacked by Fabian turns his attention back to him. That's 17 plus 4, that hits. That's 3 slashing damage on Fabian, and he's going for the bite again, which misses. So it was a shrew. What you gonna do? I'm going to cast tidal wave again and again similar to before on the diagonal i can get three of them okay so they all have to roll dexterity saving through okay so the first one's a 16 total that's the one closest to shrew yeah that saves that's a 13 plus two saves and the third one is a 15 plus two oh, fuck yeah. i'm gonna punish the red dice it's rolling <laughs> a little a little too high yeah saves as well let's use the blue dice see if that balances things a bit more that's a total of 15 that reduced to seven. You'll be glad to know that the one that was in the middle of the fray, the one that had been prone, collapses in a pile in front of you. <sighs> At least we got one. Yeah, that's the one that took most of the damage in the previous rounds. Is Shrew doing anything else? No, no. Can't do anything else. Oh, it's a Fenner. Oh, Shrew! Where she is right now, she's got Zeline right beside her. And just behind her, she's got Fabian. Fenner's going to cast Guiding Bolt again as her last second level spell slot. Hopefully it hits. Who's she targeting? Yeah, she's trying to target the one right in front of Shrew. Okay, roll. Total of 12. So she casts this light, it emanates from her, and it just hits. This is a stressful fight. So much for just a little day trip. Okay, that's 5d6. Ratfenna. Not bad, I still need to roll a 1 just to, you know, keep things balanced, but... (laughs) That's a total of 22 damage. Wow, 22 damage. Yeah, this this half rat, his, again, his eyes sort of flare up with this light. You see him sort of shaking and quivering and poosh, guts and brain and all bits and pieces of this creature fly all over the place. Well done, Fena. Fena has been kicking ass these past few fights. Yeah, she's a MVP at yeah. this rate. 
Uh, most definitely, she should be the, the leader of this group. <laughs> <laughs> She's certainly got a calmer head. But then again, with with such a fiery red head of locks, what else would you expect? Right, right. <laughs> okay, so it's over to the rat that's pushing up on Shrew. 11 plus 4. 15 total? Yeah, that just hits. So Shrew takes 5 piercing damage as this rat again bites at his ankles. Another 5. So it's over to Don John, who's looking at Zeline, and again he's playing with his daggers, and he's going for her with advantage, and she's being flanked by, by Fenner. So the first attack hits, as does the second, and as does the third. Alright, Don John. You see him there, with that flurry of blades, as he's twirling these blades, he stabs her in her chest with three blade strikes, and she just smiles at him, done nothing. So it's a Fabian. Fabian is turning his attention to the last remaining rat folk, which is not Celine, and he's going to try and attack it. Try and hit it. 15 to hit. Yeah, that hits. It's a total of 11. Okay, she definitely felt that one. <laughs> the blade! Is Fabian doing anything else? No, Fabian is staying just there. Okay, so right before Fabian's eyes, he sees this rat folk that he's attacked and taken quite a big hit from. Almost vanishes before his eyes as he sort of looks down and sees that it's turned into a giant rat. Get the others! You hear Zeline shout as this rat's going to try and make a run for it. So Fabian is going to get a, an attack of opportunity. Come on, Fabian. Total of 14. Yeah, that hits. 11 damage. Where are you going, you dirty rat? As this sword sort of <laughs> digs straight into this giant rat that was in front of him, pinning him to the floor. <laughs> nice one, Fabian. And so it's Zeline. <laughs> okay, seeing what's just happened, Zeline also drops her form. You see her turn into a rat before your eyes, her sword clanging onto the floor. She's going to try and make a, a run for it. So Don John and Fenner will get attacks of opportunity. Okay, so I'll, I'll do for Fenner and you, you'll do Don John, right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, 12 to hit. Uh, 12 to hit. Yeah, that does hit. Don John also hits a 12. <laughs> nice. Let's see how much damage this does. Seven. This is the staff, yeah? Yep. So yeah, as, as she's shifting into this rat form, both the staff and dagger make contact but this creature seems completely unfazed she starts moving away so no damage so you see Zeline running towards the back end of the room hugging the wall and suddenly she disappears from your sight you notice that her robes have also stayed with the sword and you see this glass bottle that's also fallen alongside it okay on that note it's over to Shrew well all the rat people have left there's a single rat behind me well all the rat people are dead apart from Zeline yeah I'm gonna try and Attack the rat behind me. I'm going to turn around and cast Poison Spray. Yeah, the rat has to make a constitution save. That's 12 total? Yeah, he doesn't save. So 1d12 damage. That's a total of 7. 7? Seven. 7 damage. So you see this rat. And then suddenly its tail goes really stiff. <coughs> as does his snout. And it just sort of like keels over. Rat poison. He gone. He gone. Is Shrew doing anything else? Yes, I'm running up to where Fenna is and stopping over the, the glass flask I saw and the sword and the cloak that Celine left behind. Okay, so you stood over what Celine left behind. You see that this glass bottle is a little more ornate than the ones you've seen before. But there is some familiar-looking red liquid in there. I stay there. I can't pick it up or anything. We're still in battle, I assume. Yeah, that's correct. So, right, that's my turn then. Okay, it's over to Fenna. Fenna, having also noticed what Celine dropped, She's going to actually use her turn to pick everything up. Okay, so she's picked up a short sword, which seems normal. And she picks up this ornate glass bottle with that familiar looking juice in it. Juicy. And sort of etched onto it, it says, Sojourners, 
potion of superior healing. Whoa. Sojourner's awake. Thank you very much. That's one of our Buy Me A Coffee supporters. Yeah. Thank you kindly for your donation. This is very much needed. You want to read that out? Because that's a, it's quite a saucy bottle. Yeah, it gives you 84 plus 8 hit points when you drink the potion. Very nice. Is Fenna doing anything else? Right, that's her action, so no, she's staying where she is. You notice that as she bent down to pick up that bottle and go back up, she's sort of wiggling her nose a bit. Mm. And she has a tail, yeah? There's like the beginnings of a tail sort of prodding out of the out of her cloak. I, I don't mention anything. I just, you know, I don't want to have freaking out. It's over to Donjon. Oh, what the hell was that? They all seem to be gone. And that is over to Fabian. Uh, I've got no fucking idea what the... Uh, my neck. Uh, uh. And with Fabian having said that, I'm going to say that you're now out of initiative and out of battle. Well, I, I think I underestimated these rats. They hit harder than they seemed they would. And Fenner... I don't want to startle you, but you seem to be turning into a rat yourself. What? What, what on earth do you mean, Shrew? You, you have uh, whiskers and, uh, and the tail uh, is coming uh, out of your bum. She grabs one of those pouches she had in the, the last temple you guys were in. Calm down, calm down. And I kind of sit on the table. It's okay, it's okay. How, how are you feeling? Do you want cheese? Yes. Oh, well, wait. <laughs> and I look through my bags if some of the Russians have some dried up cheese. Yeah, so you've got some cheese. Here, here you go. Oh, oh, oh okay, okay. Um, uh, oh, what's happening to me? Um, I think you're turning into a rat. No. <laughs> but do, do you think I'm... T- do I have powers like you? Yes, Perhaps. You've been blessed with the powers of druidism. Um, we'll, we'll figure this out. Don't worry. Don't worry. And she puts her hand to her mouth, sort of shocked at the noises that are coming from it. Are you feeling okay, though? Are you? Oh, oh, well, that damn rat bit my neck. Oh, oh I've got whiskers. <laughs> Do you have any kind of spells? You're, you're a healer. Do you have any kind of spells that can perhaps, I don't know, cure you of, of strange ailments? None that I've, I've ever used before. I don't even know what this is. Hmm. Oh, perhaps it's like when you turn blue back in Nomengard and it'll go away after a while. I don't know. I don't know. This seems to have happened after being bitten by these rats. It doesn't bode well. Actually, I'm going to ask Shu to take a nature check. Hmm, maybe I've come across some some similar things in the Mio Deadman. Natural 20. So you recall stories of Cinemus explaining... The druids aren't the only creatures that shift. Some are blessed with gifts from nature, some are cursed. She referred to this as lycanthropy, where humanoids can be turned into such creatures like a wolf, a bear, a boar, even a rat. When she told me all of this, did I happen to ask if there was a cure for it? You'd know that you need some powerful magic for this. You're going to need something like a remove curse spell. Hmm. Then think... I owe you the truth, and, you know, last time I withheld information from you, you got pretty cross, so I promised I wouldn't again. Give it to me, Shrew. Um, yes. Uh, it seems that you have been afflicted by a sort of curse. A curse? 
<laughs> yes, um, lycanthropy. You have been bitten by a were-rat, and therefore you yourself are turning into one. Oh, is there any way to stop this? <laughs> We'd need someone with a... Someone capable of removing curses. A priest, a cleric, someone with powerful magic. I think you look quite cute. Oh, shut up, Fabian! Oh, oh gosh, this doesn't seem very good. Uh, I wonder if my, my miners have turned into were-rats. Oh, where did that bitch go? I, I, I recall her telling her foot soldiers to go and fetch the others, so I imagine there's more rat people around here, and, and I imagine that they are coming back to finish what they started. Well, she did shout at them before we slayed that last one. And Faven sort of kicks the were-rat that's down by his feet that's in its rat form. So we have to be careful. They may be back. I can't turn into more creatures. Uh, you guys as well. Uh, Fenna, you're kind of tapped out of your magic too, aren't you? And Fabian and, and Ron. I still have a bit of magic in me. Hmm. Let's search the room. There's, uh, there seems to be a few pathways leading out of it. And let's search the room and see where Celine went to. And if we can, before moving, let's let's have a short rest. Let's rest for an hour. Lick our wounds. So you're exploring this room or you're taking a short rest first? First, I'd like to explore the room. I don't want to venture too far. Explore the room, trying to figure out which way Celine left and also see if I find anything else in the actual room. So you familiarize yourself with the surroundings of this room. Opposite the table where you had met Celine, you see that there's a short path leading into a, another open room facing which, to the immediate right, you see the door that you had entered through. Behind the table, you see that this room extends into another similar-sized sort of extension to this cave, for want of a better word, because this has been carved out of the of the mountain itself. And you see that there's a, a door, solid oaken door, that's sealed, sorry, that's closed. So do you want to roll for investigation? Yes, I want to investigate this current room, and as I do so, I also want to figure out which way Celine went. Okay, so roll for investigation with advantage because your colleagues are helping you do this. That's a 1 and an 11, so 11 total. Well, lucky, lucky. You can actually roll, re-roll that nat 1. Oh, right. With your that's true. halfling lucky feet. Mm. That's much better. That's 17. Lucky halfling. Okay. So as you're searching for the cave, you find a couple of sacks hidden under some debris. The first one contains ten fist-sized chunks of gold ore. Oh, looky here! Those go for about ten gold pieces apiece. Really? Really? That, that will go a long way to help us kill the dragon. The other holds an assortment of coins, summing up to 82 silver pieces and 450 copper pieces. And as you're withdrawing these coins, you feel something else in there. A lot, a lot, a lot of loose change, but there's something here. And as you... You're feeling around at the bottom of this the bottom of this sack. You feel the cold touch of glass. So you, you, you grab this, but you also feel something else with this glass bottle, which you pull out. And in your hands you have this strange looking mask which resembles an owl. Oh ho ho! What is this? And you also find this bottle filled with nothing, seemingly, but as you're moving it around, you can certainly hear something sloshing around in there. Hmm, this is weird. There's, 
There's an empty bottle, but when I move it, it feels like it's full. I wonder what it does. And as you're, you're searching around the room trying to find where Zeline went, you go to the corner where you just lost sight of her, and you see a small rat-sized hole. Very good. So I'm going to go to those sacks that I saw before. Are they empty now? Yep. And I'm going to stuff them in the hole. Okay. Are you guys doing anything else? Yeah, then I'm getting the table, turning it on its side, and pushing that table against the, against the, the hole. Do I see any boulders of sorts? Any big rocks? No, there's crates and rubble and stuff. Everything I see that I can move with help of Fabian and Fenner and Don, Don Rascal. Oh, what are you doing there, Shrew? Well, I found a little rat hole. And maybe if we cover it, we'll buy ourselves some time if they try and come in through the same way they left. Or she left. Hmm. What's in that other room down there? Which room? The door. Oh, the corridor. Near the way we came in. Well, I'm not sure. We, we need to check that one out too, but we have to be very careful. We still haven't rested. We don't yeah. want to be walking into any traps. Should we be bracing the door we came in from? If you can find anything, then yes. Obviously, if they can't come through this hole, they'll find another way. I mean, I suppose they can barrow anyway, so it's not of much use, but at least perhaps we buy some time. Anything you can block, then do it. Okay, so you guys spent some time shifting through the rubble and finding crates and bits and pieces to shore up the the two doors you found. I take it you're gonna make your way down that short tunnel into the other open room? See what's there? I'm not sure, to mm. be honest. I don't know if to rest first and then do that. You can see that it extends just 20 feet and then it takes a sharp right, sort of almost opening into a rectangular shape. And you can see where it sort of comes back on itself. So it doesn't look like a particularly large room. And you guys have now been investigating this room for some time. And you haven't heard any noises coming from... Well, I pick up my torch that I imagine at some point I had dropped. I'll go slowly and I want to be investigating as I go down the tunnel and keeping an eye out for any possible ambushes. Okay, so as you're walking down, you see that this opens up to about a 15 by 20 foot rectangular shape. All you see here are a number of crates and empty casks, piles of wooden posts which look like the ones that have been shoring up the tunnels. And to your immediate right as you walk into this room, you see that there's a, a door on the far side. And making an educated guess, this seems to lead back on yourselves on the way that you had come in with the rat folk. Okay, so with all those new materials that I found, crates and poles and all that that I saw, I want to board up that door as well. And pretty much board, that, board up every door, also the door that was behind Celine. So you're entombing yourself in this room? For now, yeah. I mean, again, they probably burrow through, through rocks or whatever. Are these like rocks? Like, or is, or is it sand? The walls around us? The walls are rock. They are rock. I don't know if they can tunnel through rock, but if they can, they might take longer. So I want to entomb ourselves for now and try and have a rest before we continue on to the next door. Okay. So you guys spent some time shoring up your defenses. Nothing seems to happen during this time. I want to take this time also to roll hit dice, if I can, for those that need it. Yeah. But also I want to spend some time with the potion, the invisible potion that I couldn't see, and those owl glasses. Okay. I'll say that Shrew's focusing on the on this potion bottle, and that knowing that Fen is the only other one amongst you that 
understands something of magic. She's looking at this mask that you found. After some time and Fen has sort of calmed down a bit, she walks up to you and says, True. Oh, oh. These appear to be goggles more than a mask. Goggles? Hmm, what for? These will help you see in the dark. Really? Yeah. These are goggles of the night. Hmm, interesting. So so now I can see in the dark like you do. I don't need a torch. Yes, that will come in quite handy. Hmm, very good. I'm going to wear these. How do I look? Oh, quite the sight. Hmm, yes, yes. <laughs> look at you. Quite the sight. Dashing. It's kind of like when you, you're playing an RPG and like all the armor doesn't kind of match, but it's, <laughs> it's all awesome. <laughs> yeah, the wizard hat. Yeah, wizard hat, elven leafy like boots, um, these goggles, yeah, an assortment of chains. Mismatched. Totally mismatched. <laughs> I'm digging it. Awesome. And whilst you've been taking the short rest, you know, rolling your, your head down stuff, you've been investigating this glass bottle sort of perplexes you because it looks empty but there's clearly something there so you know you're sort of holding it up to the light pop the the cork out give a little sniff dip your finger get a little taste and as you're looking you, see, you notice your the tip of your pinky starts to sort of disappear whoa what is this and now that the air is sort of hitting the inside of the bottle you're holding it up to the light and very very faint you see the name written in common that it says potion or invisibility and it comes with a special thank you to germs el quillo mas brava the last one standing for <laughs> a kind donation on buy me a coffee nice one thank you very much let's see what i use this for i'm a bit scared to think of what shenanigans you can get up to with a potion of heal a uh, potion of invisibility i'll give it to harbing so he can turn invisible for real this time <laughs> Okay, so that brings your short rest to an end. And you've rolled your hit die. You've shored up the doors that you found. So at present, the options before you are going back the way you came, going for the door that to your best judgment and best guess takes you back to where you first met the two were-rats that were watching God, through the door behind and to the left where Zeline had been when you had first met her, which was in the second opening that was joined up onto this one. Or to the immediate right behind where Zeline had been. There was also another door there, which I had forgotten to describe, but you had also shored up. Are you going deeper or are you getting out? Going deeper. I'm all in, baby. I want to first, though, check the door that's just behind, that was just behind the table before I moved the table. The one behind Celine. I think that might not be the one that goes deeper because, I don't know, we'll see. But I want to check that door first to see where it leads. Okay, so you, you remove the makeshift barricade that you'd put on this door. You open it carefully. You see that it extends into a short corridor, going no more than 20 feet, with your goggles of night vision on now. Yeah. You can see quite clearly in the dark. Nice. You see that to your left, about 10 feet down, it opens up into a small cave. As you're looking around, you see there's a number of cots here. Looks like where somebody had been sleeping. Some of the miners perhaps had been using this to sleep. You also see a body slumped over. <laughs> what is this? What are you seeing, Shrew? Should we follow? I see a body slumped over one of those beds. Oh, oh, it must be one of my men. 
Hmm. I wonder. I walk towards a body. Yeah, as you get close, you can see that this is dead human. He seems to have been run through with a sword. He's slumped over this cot. Clearly a miner. He's got a hard hat on and there's a pickaxe lying next to him. Do I see any bite marks on it? No, you do not. Hmm. It seems to be one of your men, I'm, I'm afraid. John. Oh no. Seems to have been slain by a sword. Hmm. Give me a perception check. 13. Okay, so as you're looking at this dead body, you hear a bit of commotion coming from the door directly in front of the one you've just opened. At the end of that short corridor. And then you hear some shouting. Oh, oh, there must be some of my men. And Don John runs up to this door. And that's when we're going to call a night. <laughs> I knew it. Damn it. Was it commotion like fighting or just people talking loudly? It was more like sudden movement and then a shout. Right. Nice some shouting, yeah. Realization that maybe they recognized Johnny's, Johnny's voice. Possibly. Hmm. You would, though, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, quite high-pitched. No mistake in that voice. Have they even met him? Because right. he doesn't seem to know true. the layout of this mine. True, true. Perhaps not. He's, he was a new... Um, the new overseer, person. yeah. Yeah, overseer. So, yeah, maybe not. Maybe they recognized Common. Perhaps. We'll see next episode. Yeah, for sure. A bit of a hairy, hairy episode at one point. Hairy encounters, indeed. Hair of the rat. Hair of the rat. Year of the rat. So yeah, hopefully you you enjoyed this battle episode. Had a couple of awesome shout-outs to our supporters on Buy Me A Coffee, which leads me straight to an awesome place to plug it in. Don't forget to visit us on i2td.com. All the links to the good stuff are there, including our Buy Me A Coffee. Do you like to talk a bit about the shop there, Al? Yeah, we have a shop where you can choose to donate a one-off item. It can be... Well, currently we have swords, the plus one swords, plus one shields. We got some potions. The invisibility potion that appeared in this episode was from that shop. And if you donate, you'll get a shout out similar to the one we've done in this episode. And we'll be very grateful for helping us. And in that way, you can also help our actual characters through these dangerous dungeons. Or you can opt to donate a potion, which is the the essence of buy me a coffee but we call them potions and that will translate into an actual potion in-game potion of healing um also at buy me a coffee you can join one of our membership levels the magus you can be proto magus magus or archmagus if you're magus and archmagus you'll actually get an exclusive behind the scenes into the studio episode that reflects on this episode or in every episode we do they air the day after the episode releases. So yeah, tomorrow, if you listen to this, if you're one of our hardcore listeners on the day, you'll get the inside reflections of the episode you've just heard. So tune into that tomorrow if you happen to be one of our members. And yeah. thank you for being one of our members. For sure. And today, today we had some slightly different music. Mm. Yeah, so we're going to give a nice little shout out here to Coltrane Compositions, who have mm provided the music for today's episode and Coltrane's compositions are music and soundscapes created and crafted by Max he's the ears hands and brains behind Coltrane compositions and he makes music and soundscapes and sceneries that take you away to another place today he's taking us away to 
the mountain tools mines. Mm. Perhaps even to another time. So yeah, if you're playing your own games at home, be sure to check him out at coltrincompositions.com. There'll be a link in this episode's description. And keep an eye out for a special tweet with our mascot wearing a shirt with his logo, as we've been doing of late. And that brings us to the end of the episode club. Would you care to give a, a brief summary of what that is for anybody who's stumbled across this now and you know, 27 episodes later hasn't realized that this is a thing? Basically, it's an easy concept. If you don't know it yet, we give you a password. You enter said password into any comment section. If you keep it to our Discord, YouTube or Twitter, that's probably where we'll see it. And then, you know, try to be witty with it. Try to make us laugh make us cry like we used to say at the at the beginning and we'll we'll appreciate it we'll know who is the last one standing we'll know who's the who are the hardcore yeah who's the key brother yeah and at some point we're going to go over them all and have a laugh and reminisce yeah <laughs> about the old passwords that we we kept throwing at the end of our episodes for sure so you want to give us today's password nick yeah, for sure. That's too many for sure. That is not the password for today. The password for today is a whisker away. <laughs> nice one. A whisker away. Also, please, if you can, if you're listening on YouTube, like and subscribe. And that belly thing as well that notifies you when, <laughs> <laughs> when we have a new episode up. And if you're listening on an actual podcast player, please leave a review or a like or a rating. That will surely help us grow. With that, thank you very much. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being there. Hope to see you again as we delve into into the the dungeon. dungeon.